the foot soldiers of the fascists have always been working class. At times of economic chaos, strife, trouble, the fascists rear their ugly heads, pretending to be the new radical opposition, when in fact they are the mercenaries of the rich, hired by the rich to maintain their social order. If only we as a class could realise that it's pointless fighting between black and white, Protestant Catholic, Jew, Arab, and that our interests lie in standing together. It's no good fighting for the crumbs that fall off the rich man's table. The smaller the crumb, the more violent the fight. It's no good tuppence halfpenny looking down on tuppence. In Germany, in 1932, one year before Hitler came to power, he received only 20% of the vote. In 1992, in France, Le Pen's National Front received just over 14% of the vote. Remember, fascism doesn't start with concentration camps. That's where it ends. All right, welcome to Friday Night Club here on Radioactive. I am joined once again by, introduce yourselves there, lads. Uh, Bernos. Kilkenny. Um, Urban City G. <laughs> representation. And we're supposed to have some Sean, and, and there's, there may be Sean imminent. I hear there's a Sean on the way. There, there may be a Sean on the way. We're keeping our fingers crossed. No, no Sean December doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? <laughs> Where's the Sean December at this stage? Come on, Sean. <laughs> um, so, so Bernus, what was that that you started off with there? Uh, it was just a cut of Menzi from Angelic Upstarts. He died there last Friday, but we weren't doing the show, so it was just a cut of him talking from a documentary uh, just about fascism. And, uh, yeah, he stood out from a lot of the other kind of punk singers at the time because he was really outspoken. And, uh, yeah, the fascists came looking for him, but uh, he he didn't back down. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, he died during the last Friday, and it's it's sad anyway. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely an outpouring of of condolences on the internet, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, from loads of people. I wouldn't have even I saw one from like Jay Maskus and yeah, really, just kind of people you wouldn't put together. Cool. So you're gonna play some Angelic Upstart, eh? Ah, yeah, gonna play a couple. Uh, so the first one is Kids on the Streets.
what was that? That was Letterface doing a cover of Angelic Upstart's Teenage Warning. And then before that was I'm an Upstart by Angelic Upstart. Yeah, I just picked Letter, well, Letterface doing the cover, but uh, Frankie and Mency were both big Sunderland fans as well. So And then Dickie Hammond played in both bands. So. Cool. Jeez. That's a hell of a theme you got going there. Um, I like to wrap things up nicely, you know, in a little ball so I can throw at people. <laughs> I've kind of done the same. Um, I was in, I made a quick spin over to Portland to see my folks last week. Um, and I was just going by some of the old venues I used to go to. So I thought tonight I'd play, uh, I'd play all Oregon bands. I'm going to do a couple, couple trips around Portland and one down to where I went to, to university. Um, so I'm gonna start with a band, or I'm start with a venue called EJ's, which was a was a kind of a punk venue, and it was owned by this woman named Ada James, this little old lady with the foulest mouth you've ever heard. She talk, she'd make a sailor blush. Um, but I used to see these guys, Gern Blanston, and you you, you would have loved them, John, just because uh, Dean Miles is a fucking powerhouse of a drummer. I would have gone anywhere to see him. Um, so I'm going to play a bit of Gurn Blanston and then I'm going to play a bit of Atomic 61 and then we're going to go straight into some Heavy Johnson trio.
kill you. You cannot beat it. It will always beat you.
All right, that was the the Heavy Johnson Trio with Captain Sextastic. I was just saying to the lads there that that's that's the kind of that's what I cut my teeth on growing up. That kind of heavy, chunky, screamy. Um, I don't know. Would you would you even call that punk? What would you call that? Noise rock. Uh, and you wouldn't want to have to say over the phone when your mommy just walked into the room anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're up next, John. You're you're actually gonna pick the obvious. I couldn't I can't believe that the Christmas never even crossed my mind. Yeah, given that we're uh, we're a week away from Christmas here, I picked a few Christmas songs, the first being sort of later era kings. I think this was the late seventies. Great song called Father Christmas. Beat you up, so don't make us annoyed. Father Christmas, give us some money. 
convinced Kerry John to let us in for free and then we went backstage and slagged them off the lads because they were drinking Kelly's beer because one of them is called Kelly so he wanted Kelly's beer and we were going if you were really fucking Irish it'd be fucking Dutch gold or whatever like Kelly's <laughs> some beer that I don't even remember is it? Yeah and then we robbed their whiskey and gave it to the crowd when they were on stage so, it was business was it? No uh, fuck no I wouldn't do that to the business <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. Uh, Dropkick Murphys. Dropkick Murphys, yeah. <laughs> but that was the business, yeah, John? Oh, yeah, it was. Uh, 1981 Christmas song there. Dollar Age, back in the fucking first wave of punk, it seemed like. Before that was the damned doing their Christmas song. So, yeah, that's mad. They, they used to be a thing. Yeah, a bit mad. And then, and then you know, I saw when I was in America, it was uh, Billy Idol's got a Chris, Christmas album out. Doesn't that? He does. Still going with it now. He's doing Christmas songs. Yeah. It was yeah. Great he, at eight in the morning in Vegas as well. <laughs> he should have given up a long time ago and just faded away on the royalties and just stayed cool. Yeah. Mighty still going, all right. All right, we're back to the top, Bernus. What do you? You're gonna you're gonna keep the Christmas vibe going, right? Yeah, I'm gonna keep the Christmas vibe going. It's uh, Bishop's Green from Canada. And the song's uh, Christmas in New York. But it's actually, it's about food uh, food riots in New York in 1921, I think. 
when all the, or is it 18, 20, ah, it doesn't matter, fucking in the past anyway, but all the people, uh, fucking the cops uh, were trying to stop the poor people getting the food and shit, and they ended up just being the shit out of all the cops, so it's a good tune, like, good happy Christmas team. Away the door. Yeah.
Christmas I don't want to fight tonight with That was you, wasn't it? That's me, yeah. I was going to play some Ramones anyway tonight, and then John tricked me into playing Christmas songs, so I ended up playing, I ended up playing that one. Uh, I was listening to a podcast during the week on the first Ramones album with uh, your man from the Minutemen. What's his name? Mike Watt. Mike Watt, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really good. I recommend it. It's on Spotify. But mainly for him, because he's he's kind of tangents that he went off were, were fucking hilarious. And I just love the fact that he calls people like, oh, these cats are crazy and shit like that. <laughs> all these Americanisms that. Yeah. He's got, his own, he's got his own language. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I recommend, I recommend it anyway. Yeah. I get before that was Lion's Law with another Christmas tune. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, Mike Watt. He kind of speaks like it, like he's got loads of sailor terms. Like his, his dad was a was a worked on boats, so everything's the deck, and you know the he refers to his cars as the boat, and it's all like yeah, yeah. Those old. You, you you drove him around or something when it was over here. I drove him around on one of his tours. It was it was fabulous. Like it yeah, I say I'd say he's great crack. Yeah, you just like. You, you know, conversation would drift off and you'd be going, so what were the bad brains really like in the 80s? And he'd just tell you the most mad stories. And Or, you know, what was what was that band like? Or what was going on in L.A. in that period of time? And what did you guys think of that? And he'd just tell it. Like, and he, he wasn't real. He wasn't a bragger. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He'd just he'd tell you a story about Steve and, and Mike and this and that. And you'd be going, Steve who? And he'd be, you know, Steve Perkins from Jane's Addiction. Yeah, I've been playing with him for 20 years. And, you know. Was it a stale day to fucking 
they did a, an EP with them or something. I don't know. Was it a split? I think they like worked together as a band. Yeah, well, that was that was that was mad. Like, because that tour they drove him around on, we ended up playing in Dublin, and uh, or he ended up playing in Dublin and with Estelle, and he was just the whole night. He was just like, they're really cool. They're really good. Like, they're driven by the drummer. I really like. I really like that. And then he ended up just striking up a friendship with the lads and. Ended up recording with them, and Steve yeah. McKay from the Stooges came in, and all that. And fucking amazing. Yeah, really, it's just what he does. Like he just goes around tours all the time, and if he sees a band he really likes, he ends up collaborating with him. He's got loads of collaborations. Yeah, right. Maybe it's the way to do it. But anyways, um, I'm back to my trip in in Oregon, and it was my dad's 80th birthday, and he went to he went to university in Eugene, and so did I. So. For his 80th, I took him down to Eugene for the day. Happy birthday. <laughs> and I ended up going to all these places where I've seen bands. So I thought I'd play three uh, Eugene bands, including uh, <laughs> including this band that's a jazz, kind of jazz metal fusion, which is which is a terrible thing to say about anyone. Um, but they were deadly. Like their drummer, he even looked like Roar. He played like Roar. He looked like Roar. He had, you know, he had the chops. He had the high cheekbones. And uh, I remember, I remember my my dad and I went. You know that movie Animal House? Oh yeah. You know the you know the food fight scene. Yeah. My dad was like was in the university in Eugene when they're filming that, and they're filming it in the in the canteen, and he wasn't allowed in. Because they were filming it, John Belushi was in there and everything. So we ended up going into the canteen and everything, and we were we were kind of searching around. And I, and I came around the corner. I thought, "Oh man, I've never seen gigs, gigs in this place." And this was one of the bands I saw, and they were fantastic. I don't know if it translates to uh, to to vinyl or to CD as well for anyone that ever saw them, but live they were amazing. So uh, this is Buckhorn with Bad Cougar.
right, that was a bit of Sprinkler. I think they're from Eugene. I looked it up on the internet today, and they said they're from Portland, but I know they weren't from Portland when I saw them. I actually saw them on that gig I've, I've told you about before. They were the opening band for Nirvana and Mudhoney in the Fox Theater, which would be a theater about the size of the Olympia in 1990. And it was round, like it was, can you imagine being that band? Like no one barely barely heard of them. They were like a, a local band, and then they got that that gig opening for Mud Honey and Nirvana in 1990, when Nirvana had just broken. The place was wrapped. Nice. And they were possibly better than Nirvana. Like Mud Honey was way better than everyone else by like tenfold. But uh, <laughs> Sprinkler Sprinkler were good. And before that, um, before that was a bit of floater a another eugene band that loved their that loved their college metal which was really big in the 90s um the drummer had a b cornet he had he had one of those jungle gym drum sets and i'm very sad they saw that he died there a couple of weeks ago so sorry condolences to pete he was a lovely guy he gave us a few gigs but anyways um sean or john you're next Ninety-nine, Kobe Sean, but Sean on the birth, sir. Yeah, we're gonna go with Paradise Visions. Uh, late era original carnation of Paradise Visions. This came out in '92. After Christmas album, bollocks to Christmas. And a very tunefully, yeah, he must have had a few sips of sherry before he went for this recording. Deck all sound that ever so youthful on this. <laughs> song called Drunk and Merry Christmas. Yeah. There will be bars open for 
around the kitchen during the week shouting oi and that friend was Bruno's man the kid was Bruno's oh <laughs> <laughs> I told her not to send that <laughs> Bruno's you look gorgeous alright I am going to actually so when I was driving around Portland I ended up driving by a couple of old venues that we used to go and see gigs at and I was reminded of this band 
which were the ultimate band if you're an 18-year-old male in America in the 90s. They were called Sweaty Nipples. And they were they were kind of a funk metal outfit. And there's about there's two two singers, often two drummers, about three guitar players. They had fire breathers, they had strippers, like it was it was total misogyny. It was total like it like it, it you wouldn't get away with any of it now for, for very good reason. But it was it was bass adolescent male rock and it was great. I remember seeing these guys loads. And this is the stupidest song you ever hear. But uh but I do love it. Um and you you have to like the bass the uh, the slapping and popping brace breakdown in the middle makes the whole thing. Um, so then after this, I'm going to play a bit of a band called Heading Birth, which were another band that I used to see at these venues, the uh, La Luna or the Pine Street Theater, as it was originally called, and the Melody Ballroom. And Heading Birth was like kind of a space rock kind of industrial outfit with a uh, with a guy that played an up, upright drum set that was all mounted onto a shopping trolley. They were deadly. So uh, we're going to start with a bit of Sweaty Nipples with the stupidest song you will hear this side of 2022. Um, this is Funky S. Dave.
All right, that was a band called Pond. Um, they were very cool. They, they got signed to Sub Hop right when when uh, Seattle was really kicking off. And my my second gig ever that I ever played was with Pond, opening for Pond. And do you guys ever hear Spastic Blur? Oh. They're members of Wehrmacht and uh, members of Sweaty Nipples, <laughs> the band I played first there. And uh, oh, there are more 90s band names than man tonight, Eric. Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a record fucking list of them. Yeah. Yeah. Pond, Pond were cool. And uh, that gig was that gig was strange. Like, very mocked were kind of pricks. Like, they uh, they made loads of misogyny. Like, we had, a, we, had a, we had a female singer and they said loads of terrible things. <laughs> but, uh, but, anyways. Um, so that was my that was the last of my songs. Um, had a bit of hitting birth there as well. Um, old Portland staple, Daniel Riddle and David Parks. Um, so we're back to Burnus. Yeah, I'm gonna since it's going to this is our Christmas show. I'm gonna play a song for a little baby Jesus, and this is a uh, King Missile. Uh, Jesus was way cool.
All right, Bernard, what was that? That was Municipal West. Uh, the art of partying since it's Christmas and we're all meant to be partying. It seems ah. like as good a tune as any. Uh, then before that was the only Christmas song I was ever involved with. It was a uh, cheapskate. Uh, the song, I had to actually root out the tape to find I couldn't remember what the fucking song was called. Uh, Hope Feds. <laughs> and it was all about fucking how everyone gives their money to to charity at Christmas, kind of. Uh, and then the rest of the year, they don't give a fuck about anyone else. <laughs> all right. So, John, John, you're up next. Yeah. Run away. Pop the cork on this party. This is Run the MC. What a fucking great Christmas song. Called Christmas and Hollis. Little up, where have you been? Naughty, naughty. Hey, that's right. How to naughty you? Keeping me from my rounds? I'm late as it is. Now stay put. Don't go anywhere till I get back. Understand me? Nice. Just like a snowman. So open your eyes, lend us an ear. We want. 
Was that John, yeah? It was, yeah. A bit of 80s skate punk and Venom. I think so, yeah. The <laughs> least Christmas sounding Christmas song ever. Venom with Black Christmas. Cool. Cool. Um, it looks like Sean's not going to join us, but I had a few songs set up just in case Sean did. And they're all Portland bands I think Sean would like. So I'm going to go ahead and play them just because we're here anyways. And uh, maybe Sean will join us. What do you think? What did you play before Venom, John? Say again. What did you play before Venom? We played Rumbi and C. 
Oh, and I was yeah. going to play the Pogues, but there's an error on the all virtual DJ. So. Oh, yeah, just you, you guys are on the back end. You know this is going this this part's going out over the airwaves, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. no music playing, so that's what we're doing now, yeah. Yeah, but I wanted to know about I'm writing the fucking songs here. It's important. <laughs> I want to know. All right, back in the room. I'm they going to play. Talking, they don't care about the songs. <laughs> I'm gonna play three three Portland bands for Sean, and they're all bands that I say that he's probably been to Portland more than I have since these bands have been around. Um, so I'm gonna start with a bit of artistic use. This was find me here from the uh, split with the Color Freaks. Let's go! 
bit of the Red Dawns, My Life in Exile for uh, for Sean, who I don't think is going to come now. Um, but this has been uh, the Friday Night Club here on Radioactive. Thanks for joining me, John. And and thanks as well, Bernus. Thanks for having us. Um, so we just kick him off for December because now we kind of got to go with the whole no Sean December thing as well. We'll just go with fuck it. We'll pick his tunes from now on. <laughs> <laughs> new Sean, new year. We'll get. That's it. New Sean, new year. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna play one more song. I, I just figured I'd pick a few songs for Sean. Because I know, he, I think he lived, did he live in Portland? Or he's been to Portland loads. No, he has, rolling through, playing, driving tours, maybe playing in bands that played there as well. Yeah, he's probably drove around the bands that were I'm playing tonight. So uh, I'm going to finish with a bit of the Clorox Girls' as pop coding. Until next week, thanks for joining me, lads. Nice one. Nice one. All right, nice one indeed. Happy fucking Christmas. Nothing to do